You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast, Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. 40 Something Podcast, back alive. And we are having fun. This is Silicon Steve Valley. Other side, we got the Vig. Vig, how we living today? We grooving on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Yeah, we got a beautiful one out here on the front range and uh, hanging in there. Back again for another episode. I tell you what, we were jiving the other day that we took a hiatus and then came back in the other day there. I, I thought that was a real good one. I was kind of throwing it on some other people about what we were talking about and it immediately sparked discussion of course so trying to keep it real these days oh absolutely we had a blast we had a lot of pent-up energy that we had to get out to you freaking people we might have kelly williams hopping in on some comments here and there today and yeah we're trying to get back into we've both been going through a lot of stuff new careers traveling uh, you know taking care of family stuff so it's good to kind of get some kind of repetition back to where we're going because we are trying to have the 100th episode for our summer camp broadcast in august and we're at 46 47 right now depending on when this one goes up so it's really really excited we announced it on our show a couple weeks ago but we debuted a video for some kind of jam we are we are less than three weeks away we're going to be having a absolute an absolute great time we got some really exciting things in the works we have some children's book reading from an author of a very popular children's book dr hank finkel he'll do a couple of readings we're going to have stump the whiz some musical competition. We're going to have an open mic nights. We're going to have a couple other things. We're going to have an announcement within the next week about all the exciting things that we're going to have on our tent and our booth at some kind of jam. That just sounded fantastic. Guys are, those guys got some stuff lined up here. We get, we're getting on the other side of this, so that's always good. Absolutely. We uh, got some good interaction on social media today. A lot of people are excited for what we're going to bring to the table. This is the first time we're going to be doing a co-production type thing and super excited about it. Kelly Williams and I are definites. The Wiz is a definite. Uh, Zoe, one of the official 40-something podcast dogs, will be there. And we're hoping, Vig, you can kind of make it out too. But if not, we always got summer camp, baby. Yeah, sure. It's uh, you know it's a seventeen hundred mile trek, and uh, thing is, I will be doing it uh, re- uh, sooner than later again. So, trying to piece it together there. It looks like a great weekend up there at the uh, Schuylkill Haven Fairgrounds at Schuylkill Haven, Pennsylvania, up there along the river, and uh, it's the fifteenth anniversary of some kind of jam. Absolutely. So. We got a couple things going on. We're going to talk a little bit more about this COVID thing. I don't know if you guys gotten enough of it yet, but let's start out with 
First and foremost, I want to preface this by saying a couple weeks ago, we saw a bunch of Floridians excited and all excited because their state is open and Florida is the best state because they can do whatever the hell they want. There is a new list coming out of COVID-19 outbreaks, the fourth wave, VIG, the fourth wave of COVID. I thought everything was going to be okay. What the fuck? Well, so we had Texas open up just full blast there in Florida. Um, Are they on the list? So that's the thing. I'm trying to do trying to do some quick some quick research here, try to get some stats for you about what, but I think 18 states in general seek rises in cases. You know, the thing is we could just keep going back and forth about this now. I, I feel like that that's gonna be the thing. So what what's what's fourth? So there's a fourth wave now, uh, but it it's going to be um, a lot less deadlier than the ones before us. And we do have a, vi- a vaccine, of course, that's in the pipeline as far as in the, going into the arms of, of people. But it's these variants that um, are making, uh, making the CDC rather nervous. And then, of course, there's still a, a decent percentage of people that are not going to get this vaccine. And then we had a mass vaccine site here in Colorado the other day at Dick's Sporting Goods Arena. So maybe you be familiar with that as a place where the band Fish has crushed there over the years. Well, now it's a mass vaccine, a vaccine distribution. So they had the Johnson & Johnson one there today. They halted the vaccine distribution there after... 13 people became ill and some had to go to the hospital, is, uh, which has also been reported. But uh, looks like the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is not getting high marks amongst the – out on the street now. Now that it's in arms, people aren't, aren't feeling well. They're getting real socked by this one. And so um, have to keep, have to keep our eyes on this one. This is the one. Va- this is the one vaccination. This shot? is the one shot deal. Yes, yeah, so this would be the one that we could really get into the mass centers and just penetrate um, a lot of people very quickly. Well, this this is this happened in Colorado just the other day on Wednesday, and uh, they administered it to you know, seventeen hundred people, only thirteen really became down so it was like a 0.01 percent type thing but you know that that shouldn't matter and it's not it's, not, it's, it's not very funny about it too so i parted no and no it's not but it is interesting because i think you and myself both said this and we we, we want up getting the moderna one i think you i got moderna you yeah. got moderna so i, I got, got moderna, moderna and i i actually go back in four days for my second Mm-hmm. And I think I was saying, oh, I'll just wait for Johnson Johnson's. We'll only have to go once. And da, 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 da. But I kind of got caught up in the hoopla of, of people were all excited about getting their shots and all that. And I was like, you know what? I'll just get it over with. I don't know when Johnson Johnson's going to come out. And I also yeah, thought, and I literally, that's how thought, I was, yeah. and I literally yeah. thought this though. I was like, yeah, but one shot deal, two shots. I feel like the two-step process would be safer for whatever reason. I said it to myself. Now people have gotten, knocked out by the Moderna and the Pfizer as well. Are, are people just, is it 
what's the percentage of people getting ill from we got to look that up if we could somehow get that information the percentage of people that needed to be hospitalized from the Pfizer and the Modernas opposed to the one from Johnson and Johnson. I wonder if they're, because is this a situation where a lot of people are getting sick on all these, but just Johnson and Johnson is getting the, the liberal media bias. Well, I guess they, they're the ones that really it became a problem. And I think as you remember, some initially with Pfizer, there were some people that, we're reporting some reactions. And from what I hear with Moderna and Pfizer, the second shot is a doozy. Yes, so, I've been told that too. You get your, yeah. don't, honestly, don't make plans the next day is what I've been told. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I've been told. You're going to be like the. Either, either you're going to have symptoms of Corona or you're going to be exhausted to the point where no amount of coffee monster is going to make a shit of difference. You're going to want to stay in bed. Now, the difference is now, if you didn't have COVID, you get the symptoms. If you had asymptomatic COVID back in the day, then you get the tired, worn out symptoms. What are the differences in symptoms? The one's just an exhaustion. The other one's actual symptoms of like like a flu like symptom. Oh, like so COVID. Yeah. COVID. The one you're just tired. That's uh-huh. it. There's no other back. Uh-huh. So there's no other. You're just tired. Is that? And then, but the other one, if you get the symptoms, you get you get sick for 24 hours with the with. with that's if you did not have it. That's if you did not have it. Now they're also saying that avid cannabis user users were much likely not to get COVID. So I'm thinking when they all get their second shot, they're going to, we're all going to get sick. All right. So, uh, yeah, but like big back to your point, Vig, the second one is definitely the one that I've been told my friend, Bonnie, she expressed that she had a really bad time of it. Dr. Hank, Dr. Hank Finkel, who actually is going to be reading, he said the second one was rough. So I'm expecting the second one to be a little rough, which is going to be Wednesday. And ironically, that's when I start my new job at, that block dispensary. So it's going to be interesting how that works out. Um, but Johnson and Johnson. So my question is, what is the major differences between the Johnson and Johnson reaction and say that reaction from Moderna? Well, I mean, cause now we're starting to dip into like, well, what did that patient get? What did that person do? Or what was, uh, what was that? And that's kind of a privacy thing. Then you're not going to just report like, well, that person had this and this and that, but they had a good, had to go to the hospital. Some of them had to go to the hospital. This was in this was in Denver here. Um, and uh, yeah, so they're they're haunting it here. And um, we're this was together with I think there was a few million doses that were actually uh, contaminated. So they were taken off the market. So that's just like a you know, a huge amount of doses that are not even going to be getting out. So, so this has been a disaster for Johnson and Johnson, a whole thing. Uh, I have to, so I'm just going through here. So it looks like the Johnson Johnson vaccine suspended at Georgia's site after eight people had adverse reactions. So the, so the chances of getting, let's just put it this way. The chances of getting an adverse reaction from the vaccine is probably less than highest with Johnson and Johnson. And then that's where the conspiracy theories are going to probably go from. Cause it's like, that's where the gene therapy is being penetrated. <laughs> well, you I got Moderna, so I'm good. You know that, right? We're going to have our genes 
they're going to be able to pull everything off of us and be able to clone it. And clone I, can I clone myself? Because I could use some extra hands around here. So Denver Post, April 9th, uh, Centura Health will stop using the Johnson & Johnson vaccine at three COVID-19 mass vaccination sites it manages in Colorado. The health system announced Friday night, citing both a national shortage and a series of adverse reactions to the shots in its Commerce City location. Instead, Centura will offer the two-dose Pfizer and Moderna vaccines beginning Saturday at the drive-up sites, which is at Dick's Sporting Goods Park in Commerce City, the Broadmoor World Arena in Colorado Springs, and the fairgrounds in Pueblo. So... This shutdown is in response to Wednesday afternoon after 1,700 people had received the Johnson Johnson vaccine. Of those, 11 people experienced dizziness and nausea in a span of less than four hours. None of the patients became seriously ill, though two were taken to an area hospital for observation because they had low blood pressure. So it doesn't yeah. sound like it's really that big of a deal to be honest it doesn't sound like that big of a deal and it's also like you're hearing it now where people are getting the second shot of Moderna, and then they're getting covid a couple weeks later well that's a 95 percent effective virus there or i'm sorry vaccine you're going you, chances are still your chances are still getting the virus so it's like the flu shot you could still get the flu so I think the media is looking for the churn it up just to keep churning it. Keep the, I mean, this is like what's this is it's the media and it's our social media. And this just keeps spurring on putting the ammo in there for the conspiracy theories to go ahead and spray another one for us. Uh, well, the media's got its t- the media. I don't know if you were done. I'm sorry. Are we finished, brother? No, no, I, I was. I was. Uh, uh, it's just funny. The media has got to kind of make up for everything they're losing with the, with the president not being able to tweet and, and be divisive every fucking day. So the media has got to, ah, shit. We used to just be able to report on Trump and it was easy. Now they actually have to work a little harder to cause the divisiveness and to cause the fear that the media has always been so very good at pushing. So, you know, prov- providers had administered 99,000 doses of the J&J vaccine in Colorado since it received that federal authorization in late, late February. Prior to the 11 people who reported nausea and dizziness at Dick's, only 10 people had suffered adverse reactions to all previous mass vaccination events in Colorado. Yeah, so it was really okay. So to put it in perspective, the Johnson and Johnson has really upped their game in terms of bad reaction. So it is specific to Johnson and Johnson. It's not just the media. So there is the concrete, tangible data to say that the Johnson and Johnson is definitively get causing getting worse ad, and more adverse reactions than the other one. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think there were probably some some weak, weaker immune systems that got mixed into the mass. You know, you do seventeen hundred people, you're bound to. It's going to happen. You just you, you know, that's that's just the way clusters work. You know, you you're going to you're bound to get a batch, and maybe a little on the strong side, or also the people that are taking it are a little bit their immune systems a little weaker side. I think everybody. And I think that's what's happening. happened. Everybody now getting vaccinated does have 
an immunocompromised reason for being vaccinated so early. Like, you know, they're doing it in tiers. Like, if you have any chronic diseases, you you get bumped to the like the top of the list. So yeah, you're gonna have the more chronically ill getting these vaccines that could, you know, have a little bit more worse side effects, but it's probably better than getting COVID. I mean, it definitely is. And then also there's going to be a lot of restrictions that you're going to have to adhere to. Like you're going to have to have proof that you got a COVID shot. For example, a lot of baseball games, New York Yankees, for example, I was looking into maybe going an opening day and you need proof that you were inoculated. So there is that, um, you know, I mean, again, it's, it is what it is. And folks are, and they're going to continue to improve on this. I think by the time this time next year, the year after there's going to be no problems with any, with this, with this COVID vaccine. Um, but for right now, you know, and look, it's if We've noticed, learned anything in the past year and a half. We were ill-prepared and we really don't know what we're doing. And we're rushing. Can't help, but. Uh... To continually bring up that statistic from Thailand where you have 24 million people and only like 11 deaths from COVID. Mm-hmm. Because that's a country now, I'm not trying to like say, you know, obviously there's a lot going on in Thailand that's, uh, but there, there's, a, there's a country that unified, got all on board and knocked it right out through using protection and being a unified sinistry. That's exactly where, exactly right. Vic. If we were all on the same page, if this disease didn't find anything, it was that we are divided for really tough times and we're too divided to get through something that's really disastrous. We barely got through this. Okay. Now we did. Ah, well, it depends on how you want to look at it, you know, and if you lost somebody through this, you know, you're probably going to have a different perspective on it. It's a half a million people. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I remember when it first started, the, the, the high count was supposed to be 200,000 in our country. Yep. And that just goes uh, to show you the incompetence of, of the federal government during most of this, this COVID. I mean, it, I, I'm sorry if anyone's going to say that the COVID-19 process has seemed to turn a corner after Biden got into office. And I'm not saying it's because of Biden, but the people he put in place and the philosophies they put in place, it seems like things are a lot better than they ever were. And granted, there's a lot of factors to that, not just Biden taking office, but it just seems like that there's no double talking. You can kind of understand where you're coming from. I mean, obviously, you're still going to have the right wing still push there, whatever. Guys like DeSantis down in Florida, you know. But at the end of the day, it seems like we're going to be – I think we're pulling out of this a lot quicker than we would have if Trump was still there. Yeah, I think we've kind of just been trudging through it again and – uh it's hard to say where we were. And then, and honestly, culturally, I don't know how we would have been. Um, it's hard to say because there probably wouldn't have been an insurrection, but there could have been something else. Well, this country is too divided for something really serious. Cause guess what? I mean, you literally had Republicans, libertarians alike taking the side of Russians over Democrats. Yeah, siding with 
the oligarchs and in the rest of the country don't know what we know because we grew up there and we saw Trump on the TV in the 80s with his Atlantic City things and in New York. And it's like, that's where the oligarch stayed. He had major connections with Russia all the time, all the time, the whole time. He wasn't doing anything. It wasn't just that like, oh, Trump, Trump got in the White House and all of a sudden he started colluding with the Russians. Yeah. Trump was always colluding with the Russians the whole time through his businesses. You would go down to Atlantic City in the 90s. What was what, Who were like walking around the outside the casinos? Who, who were the prostitutes and stuff like that? They were a lot of them were, were Russian. Absolutely. Based. And there's still a large, there's still a huge Russian conglomerate down there, man. You go down to Wildwood or Atlantic City, they're all running the rides and everything. All these Russian Eastern European ladies. You know, I've always been fascinated by the culture and and of and the culture of Russia and 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 it's it's its relationship with us and we had grown up you know in the Cold War period period with Mikhail Gorbachev and then we saw the wall drop and then you know we saw that and then we saw the ex KGB guy get in there Putin and yeah that's that's just not going to change now at all. Yeah, Putin is a very competent, competent leader. Whether you agree with him or not, the guy knows what he's doing. I mean, but just a huge country that's all, that's still like kind of behind a iron curtain, so to speak. There's beautiful people over there. I, they don't nearly get the exposure that say they do here in the United States. There's just no, there's just there isn't the Instagram and the Twitter and stuff like that. And Trump wanted to do that. Trump wanted to open that up and to be the next free enterprise. And Putin, I think, was willing to, to have, a, you know, as long as he got his cut and his stay in there. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, I don't, you know what? I don't want to go too much into the Russian Trump connection because at the end of the day, that was also a bullshit excuse for the Democrats of why they lost that election. And I'm sorry. People really do believe that Hillary Clinton sucked because she did. And when people are like, oh, it's because of the Russians or it's because of Bernie. No, it's because right. you had a you, because you threw a candidate who is susceptible to that kind of venom, whether it's fair or not. And we could certainly have a Hillary conversation. I can tell you why it's fair and why her, the criticisms against her are fair, just like the criticisms against people like Joe Biden were fair. But they don't like to say that. They don't want to point at Hillary saying it was a shitty idea. No, 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 no. No one wants to say she was a bad candidate. Feminists. She was the most qualified candidate in the history of the of the country. Really? Was it her 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 sparkling record as Secretary of State? One of the worst four years ever in terms of foreign relations. She was a disaster. And more than anything, she was hated. She had an approval of 37% when she ran for fucking president. And ooh, how, did, how did Trump win? Because people hate her guts. People are going to vote Republican no matter what. And then if you're on the fence, fuck Hillary. Just a shitty candidate, really. And uh, I think really we think back. It could have been that was the chance for Bernie Sanders to become president because those guys, some, some of those people went to back, they went to 
they went to Trump after he did not get the nod. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I think I think he would have beaten Trump in 2016. I think he would have lost to Trump in 2020. And I know a lot of Bernie fans, and I'm a diehard Bernie fan. I think a lot of Bernie fans don't want to hear that. But they tried pushing the communists and the socialist shit against Biden, who's one of the most moderate Democrats in the history. And granted, he's being in, he's definitely being impacted by the progressive left right now with a lot of what he's saying compared to what he said even just eight years ago. But at the end of the day, he's still a moderate Democrat and he's still against legalizing marijuana. He's still against a lot of things that progressive justice Democrats is what we're called. If I'm still a Democrat, I'm not sure. But the justice stuff is a lot better than democratic socialists. That's a much smarter fucking whoever came up with justice Democrat. Brilliant because democratic socialist is not smart. It just sounds scary. It just no one's ready to hear about socialism, motherfucker. But you can rationalize that we're partly socialist already, and you can break it down. But our country has proven facts and definitions and words don't really fucking matter. Socialism is a dirty, dirty, dirty word, and no one wants to hear it. That is true. And people are all caught up on terms. Yeah. Well, that was spun poorly then too. It was gonna. It was meant to be scary. It was meant to be like a oh, communists are coming for you, for your jobs and your property. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. if Bernie. I don't know if Bernie would have. You're right. I don't know if Bernie would have been polished for the consistent asking the difference between socialism and communism. Like you would have to explain it because that's all Trump would talk about. I know, and then you'd have Trump on the defensive, be able to attack you through your four years, plus all of conservative radio, and then trying to, like, <laughs> you know, get through a yeah. pandemic, if that would have been the case. You know, it's tough to say. And by, if there's no pandemic, Trump walks in. And also, if Biden had to be on any kind of trail for a consistent time, Trump probably would have won that as well. Biden, it was just, it was just like there was a perfect storm in 2016, it was a perfect storm in 20, 2020 for Trump to lose the election. I mean, he was dancing to a re-election. Dancing. Like doing a little mambo. He, he would have gotten destroyed, Biden, I'm speaking of, if this pandemic uh, didn't. Oh, yeah. I like to look at for Trump, and he failed. That was one side of 2020 that you could really just say was just like, there's the demise you watched it really just happen as, as things got worse and people got sicker, the cases went up and things just went totally right. And you know, uh, you just watched that really. Yeah. And you know why dude? Because Trump wouldn't be honest with his base. The, the perfect microcosm. And I don't want to spend too much more time on Trump. Jesus, we spent already too much on him, but it's a perfect microcosm is how he lied about the pandemic. He tells, he tells Bob Woodward that the pandemic is dangerous, it's scary, and he's not going to tell the people the truth, and he's going to downplay it. Play it down was the exact words he used. Play it down to not to scare everybody. And that was part of it. But the prop, But it was also because a lot of his base was screaming how it wasn't real. A lot of his base was screaming they didn't want to wear a mask. A lot of his base said they don't want their freedoms taken away. And he can't be honest with them because he knows that they're emotional dimwits. 
He needs to talk about the border. He needs to talk about immigration. The immigration is big. He needs to talk about communism. And he needs to talk about how political correctness sucks. That's how he gets these numbnutses to listen to what he has to say. If he starts talking science, he's going to lose half his base. Because you're talking about flat earthers. Right. A vast majority of flat earthers are monster Trump supporters. There is not a coincidence there, folks. That's, that's not a surprise either, by the way. My last thing, we all know that Trump fans, the most uneducated base consistently the last two general elections. So that's statistically speaking. I'm pretty sure we're probably not going to have a lot of Trump fans on our, our subscriber list. No, no. But they can go back our last episode and hear how we killed Biden, too. So the different, so those Trump fans who it's just because they don't want to be honest with themselves and they don't want to be honest with the situation. They don't want to listen to science and they don't want to listen to things like that. A, because they don't understand it, because, again, not educated. And B, because they would feel stupid and their egos are so goddamn fragile. I mean, you're talking about dudes with really big trucks. With big, I mean, how small are these dicks, right?